0: And wakes up.
1: Steph, Abby, and Matt on hey, welcome to the podcast for the eleventh of August.
2: Mm, Matty has had to leave early because he's going to Sports Day to make an appearance.
1: He wants to get his participation award. <laughs> <laughs> so he shot off the
2: mm, I was saying that it's my son's uh sports day today, but uh-huh. out of respect I'm not going. Ah. Because he's in year five now, it's not cool.
1: Oh right. You're yep, you're cringe. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because he doesn't go to a primary school that's till year seven. Mm. It's got the year 12 kids there.
1: Oh, so you can't go to any other go. place. No.
2: What, because of year 12s? Mm. Yeah.
1: You know what you're like around them. <laughs> that's
3: not true.
2: But there's some of the other mothers going, and I was like, oh, would you? That's a bit cruel. So then I said, can you just make sure you put sunscreen on my son?
1: Oh, so he's still.
2: Well, because then he can pass him off as, oh, yeah, that crazy lady. <laughs> But it's, at least it's not me. Mm. Anyway, we had Camilla Franks on. God, she's a delight. I like her. You do? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you mm-hmm. like her? Yeah, she's lovely.
2: She was talking about Robbie Williams, which you're going to hear.
1: Mm-hmm. Very close relationship they have. Yeah. And halfway through the podcast, of course, we will have answers to Alpha Bucks.
4: Here's podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Passing a background
3: check.
2: Background check. Background
4: check. Background check. I was very excited that on Tuesday, Maddie, you met the other in-laws talking
2: about your... Son's yeah. girlfriend's parents. Yes, and the dinner went well.
1: Uh, I believe, from my aspect, I thought it went well. Mm-hmm. I am uh, hoping they felt the same. But we all got along very nicely. And um,
2: I was making a joke because Maddie was saying that she works as a lawyer, right?
1: For the ATO. And I was yes. like, oh, hilarious! Oh. She
2: knew everything about you then. She heard of him. That's what I meant. I made a joke saying, well, she knew about your tax evasion. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> um, he, he, I didn't evade it. No, you
1: paid it. No, I they caught you. <laughs>
2: I just wanted to... I want to know, and I'm sure that she didn't, and you can remain anonymous. In fact, please do.
5: Yeah.
2: Have you used your work provi- uh, position mm. to do a background check on someone? Mm. So if you your friend was dating someone, mm. or maybe your friend is a cop, and you go, hey, can you just do a background check? Because that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Even, like, it, ticket violations for driving mm-hmm. would be fun.
1: I've never really had a job where you do that. I could look back and tell them, tell you what DVDs they rented. That that's an insider. Wouldn't you a do a person. credit
2: check on those if they've returned them late?
1: They do, but that's not something you do at the at the store. That's more of a head office-y thing for Blockbuster. Back uh, in the okay. day, okay. Maybe no. if you
2: work at Centrelink, you might be able to. Yeah. Right?
1: yeah. Blockbuster one though, I reckon it, that'd be good to know. Yeah, you I do as people, well. What people rent says a lot about their personality. I, oh, I
2: agree because huh? then if they're doing I don't know romantic comedies, you mm. go oh yeah, as if they're single.
1: Yeah, right. Or if you're interested in a guide and you come up to me and go, what's you got? I just got Brokeback Mountain and um, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. So go, probably barking up the wrong tree there. Sure. And
2: you're too good looking to be true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're right. It actually
1: reveals a lot more than yeah. I, I assumed. Yeah, yeah. You didn't use that
2: power near
1: as much as you should have. Yeah.
2: yeah. So I just don't know if you, in anything, I think it would be interesting. Like I've only used Facebook if my friends.
1: Oh, you go na- full Nancy Drew. Yeah,
2: but if my friends are dating someone, then I'll mm. do it. Oh, if you're a real estate and you use that, is it RP? RP Data. RP Data. They love it. Yeah. Do you have to be a
1: real estate person to use that? The
2: license really expensive to be able to buy it.
1: Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Your, yeah. your dad and your mum had a little. My dad was a issue, bank manager. Mm. Yeah,
2: so he, he was a bank manager and he said to my mum, look, um, you're spending is is ridiculous at the moment. Mm. Um, you spent this, this, and this, and had printed out mm. a statement. Wow. Now, this wasn't a joint bank account. Yeah. He had gone in because he was the bank manager to her account <laughs> and printed it out. Yeah. So the next day, she went into the bank and Which. said, excuse me, <laughs> I would like to close down my account because mm. I think privacy is an issue, <laughs> knowing very well that her husband is in the back office yeah. as the manager mm. and they all knew it. And then she went across the road and opened it up at Westpac.
1: So sorry, ma'am, in order to do that, you're going to have to speak to the manager. Yeah.
2: Hey, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs>
1: He's like, no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Pressing the silent alarm under <laughs> his desk. SWAT comes in. Yeah. <laughs> That's her. That's the woman. 131060. <laughs> Be anonymous. Yeah. Mm. Maybe you've got a friend. Mm. Yeah, maybe
2: some a friend, friend has done it. A deep throat. Because I get my friends yeah. to um, do it for the RP, RP data. Data. Because yeah.
1: what does that show you? That shows you what houses people own and stuff?
2: Yeah, I think it gives it, shows their name as well. Yeah, right. Anonymous
1: in yeah. North Lakes. <laughs> <laughs> You're in recruitment. Yes, I am. So okay.
2: Do you have access to search a lot about people?
0: Um, So I actually have access to like search, um, like the back end of SEEK or like the database that we use,
6: um, you know, on a daily basis. So um, not like critical information, but,
2: you know, Mm. maybe
0: how much someone could make or um, what their previous jobs were and then like email addresses and phone numbers and things like that. So your
2: super skill, have you used it for a friend that might be dating someone?
6: Um, not for a friend, but, like, weirdly just to maybe see what
2: exes are doing for work. Oh, or yeah. Like that. yeah. Just to make sure you're doing yeah. better. Yeah.
5: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but there'd
1: also be, is people's police checks and stuff in there as well for
0: work? Yeah, there, there definitely can be police checks involved, absolutely.
5: All mm, right.
1: Well, that's good. All it right. is
2: good, isn't it? You have to use this tone.
1: Mm. Well, someone who's brave <laughs> enough not to go anonymous, uh, Jay- uh, John Doe. <laughs> In in Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Mansfield, Yeah, it's totally my name. Yeah, 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 we uh, know, we know. uh, 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 So uh,
0: where did you work?
1: I'm surprised you're alive. So though. most most
0: of 2020, I worked for Services Australia, Mm -hmm. essentially, as a temp. And uh, one day I was working, and you're told at the beginning, don't look up people you know, don't look up
5: yourself. Mm -hmm.
0: That's like a red flag. Red red flag to to a bull. Yeah, yeah. It is, and sometimes you sit there and you're like, oh, maybe I could just, you know, look up this ex or whatever, mm. until one day some security guards came up and escorted someone from the next, oh. next set of desks over. Apparently oh. he was looking up his um, ex-partner and right. all that sort of stuff, and SensLink knows a lot. You mm. have access to a lot of different information, so um, I can understand why they were always like, don't look yourself up, yeah. and especially as a temp,
1: I'm like, yeah, under right. more scrutiny. Yeah, the irony is all this information is on LinkedIn, but no one
0: uses it. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: So how did how did they find out that he um, looked so up? Your ex?
0: It, so basically, the way it works is you log in. Your username is usually your last name. So if you right. can look up someone with the same last name as you it's (laughs) going to trigger in the system well it's a privacy issue isn't it yeah Yeah. Yeah. like obviously but for
2: safety i mean even yeah
0: yeah Yeah. and the thing is yeah every time you log into a like a file you're tracked okay um (gasps) so it's not just Mm -hmm. you know you can log in willy-nilly it's every time you access a file it it creates a log yeah and uh yeah it's just it's amazing like, how much information Centrelink knows about you. People would call up in their 70s and go, oh, I've never had a Centrelink file. And it's like, well, your mum registered you when yeah. you were like five. Right. So, wow. yeah. And a lot of information gets transferred over from the ATO as well. Right. Uh, and Medicare and of child course. care. And, yeah. Imagine
2: if, like, that person didn't, and it was all just staged as well as a warning to everyone else. Oh, yeah. Like, whether they just did it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, they just have an actor once a month <laughs> once
2: who gets score. That's scored. a good <laughs>
5: idea. <laughs> Ooh, oh, yeah.
1: he's going again. Uh, wow. All right. Well, now a female who is brave enough to use her real name may even be related to our last caller, Jane Doe. Uh, <laughs> Jane, where did you work? Or your cousin does this.
6: Yes, my cousin actually used to work for the police force a very long time ago and she was known to look up a couple of names of prospective boyfriends
1: yes. to see
2: whether they got the all clear to <laughs> be datable. Yeah, or if they were
5: a bad boy. <laughs>
2: Imagine if, like, on a well, date they had, you know, they go, oh, look, I've got to confess something to you. And she goes, oh, don't worry about it, I already know. Yes. <laughs> well, she did look up
6: one name, um for a, a different relative and she just turned around and said, no, mm. run away. Mm. So I
5: mean, she how do you wouldn't spell give us other information. <laughs> how does he
6: spell she it? Give us a, she wouldn't give us any other information
4: but okay. it was just... Yeah, it was like, don't go there. Run. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, there we go. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Let's go shopping. Let's go shopping. ding, ding. ding, ding.
1: You guys might not care about this as much as I do because you're not local locals. Uh, you this is in- my
2: local. I don't know why you don't go there.
1: I do, well, no, that's true. But I, I go use, there. You go there? Yeah. What do you call it?
2: I actually call it Mount Cravat. <laughs> and that is because it is in Mount Cravat. And I like mm, to go to Westfield in Chermside because it's in Chermside mm, and Carindale is in Carindale. I know it's Garden City, mm. but it just...
1: Yes, huge furor has erupted as a petition has launched to stop. The renaming of, I, I'm not even going to say it, I'm just going to say Garden City, uh, because they have changed the name to Westfield Mount Cravat. Which is also a boo-boo because I do believe it's in Upper Mount Cravat. Thank you very Bang. much.
2: Bang, do, you want it, do you want it to be called Westfield Upper Mount Cravat then?
1: Too many syllables. Nah.
2: <laughs> I like, if people say to me, like, they, a lot of people said they live in Mount Cravat. Yeah. And then it ends up that it's Upper Mount Cravat, but they will still accept any of it. Yeah, of course. Have you been there recently yeah. since you're upset about it? Mm.
1: It is. Huge.
2: Amazing. Yeah, it is that and Chinese quarter.
1: Yeah. Area. So good. Yeah. Too mm-hmm. far to walk for me. If like uh, if you're on the, if the you're other. on the outside. Yeah you, you, to would, you wouldn't walk the block that far but because you're in the shopping centre, you're like oh, it doesn't It's matter. funny you say
2: that though, because it is so big I like putting it on in maps and you can actually see where the shop is and mm. it will give you directions because oh, it is so on deep. your iPhone. Yeah, so I've done it before to find out where the athlete's foot was and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my me, that's in the middle, that's great. I'll go there. Time zone, that's exactly where it is.
1: And it never used to be that big. I mean, it, it opened in 1970 uh, and I still remember the day well. It was a, it was a great occasion. I actually had a helicopter.
2: You were born in 1977.
1: Um, it, it was, yeah, but <laughs> My granddad told me. Uh, and they actually had a helicopter uh, and it dropped thousands of ping pong balls on the crowd.
2: Uh, I love when he's like, he's the most local born in Scotland.
1: <laughs> Been here the longest. Okay, here we yeah. go. <laughs>
2: but why, why do they want to change it? Or the, why have they changed it?
1: Well, it doesn't really say, because they've reached out to Westfield for, uh, because uh, uh, there's a petition online, and, yep. and they've reached out to uh, Westfield people to say why have you done it, and they are not commenting. So, and
2: why was it called Garden City?
1: I, since I found out this, I've been Googling this all morning, I cannot find a reason why it was called Garden City. Because
2: I'm happy to keep it as Garden City if mm. there is a well-meaning reason for
1: it. Right. Well, I guess well you can't really shorten Westfield-Mount Cravat, but you can shorten Garden City, Garbo. It doesn't really I,
2: I've never heard anyone show on that. It.
1: It's in its Wikipedia page. Well, must Oh, it well, must be
2: true yeah. then?
1: You've must never heard true. people call it Garbo? No, never. It. Local,
2: locals don't. No. 13, 10, 10, <laughs> 60, if you
1: do call it Garbo. <laughs> Let's yeah. hear from someone who calls it, calls well, it Garbo. Well, it said the Wikipedia page says uh, the centre carries the affectionate na- slang name of Garbo.
2: If it's affectionate. Like, it, I'm sure oh, people yeah, would completely. if you never go to Garbo. Mm. But I'll say Garden City mm. or I'll say Mount Cravat. Mm. I'll but change it up.
1: Would it be like that? I remember when Suncorp Stadium, because that was Lang Park. Yeah. And when they said you have to call it Suncorp, and, and I think that one has stuck now. You would have yeah. to say it, it takes not, time. Yeah. It does so take time. We're getting a lot oh, mm. Someone knows. Someone's calling through saying they know. I really want to know. Oh, why I love Garden City. Yeah. Uh, Chris. Chris, why do they call it Garden City, buddy?
5: So the reason why they call it Garden City is because back in the 1960s, when they first opened, they used to have gardens all around that area.
1: Oh, oh. Makes sense. And yep.
2: then they got redevelopment and got rid of the gardens?
1: Yep, and they got, all got redeveloped. So it was all gardens all around there Then when it was built. Um became Garden City. Right, so, yeah. oh, you You're
2: go. right. Ma- uh, do you live in Mount Cavel? oh uh, yeah. I've lived
1: there my whole life. Yeah. Upper or down? Uh? Uh, upper Mount Cavel. Yeah. yeah, bloody oh. dark, Chris. <laughs> Maybe they should just change it to <laughs> it's a huge area, a Westfield terrible intersection, because you you sit yeah. at, you sit at oh, those bloody lights you... for about four hours. And I hate
2: it when you go the wrong way out of out of it. Oh. like you go and you're like, oh, that's one way. I've got to go right around.
1: Um, we also got Dominic calling through from Woodridge, uh, one of my old suburbs. Dominic, you do call it Garbo.
0: I do. Um, when I was younger, uh, I was told by my parents that it was called Garbo because of uh, the suburb it was in wasn't too good, and um, uh, when I was younger, it, it seemed to be a bit of a uh, hangout spot for all the rough. Yeah, Um. Mm. Always known at Starbucks.
1: Yeah, the uh, old bus station around the back was always a big hangout for, for people. The kids in their school uniforms um, smoking darts. I did see
2: that the other day when there I was you go. there. Oh, yeah. oh, it well, the you train back. station's still there.
1: They vape now, though. Yeah. Our yep. times have changed. <laughs> <laughs> so what, how many, the, the petition, is it going to work? Because they've already changed the name mm. on the 8th of August. Mm. So this is to say change it back. Yeah, I don't think it'll work. But we So who's try. changed it? Westfield has changed it. Yeah, Westfield has yeah. changed it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they own the place, so I guess. We can't really I own it. feel like them, they got a bit of a right. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Fashion icon to the stars, Camilla Franks.
1: Camilla Franks. Camilla Franks, the caftan queen. Oh, the caftan queen is in the studio. Good morning. Good
2: morning, family. You look absolutely stunning. You are better looking in real life as well. Well, thank you. There we go. And let's I start with that. I just roll out of bed like this.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you do look yeah. gorgeous and you are going to be at your uh, Brisbane launch of Camilla's latest collection uh, collection's going to be at the Lord Mayor's Charitable Trust, uh, which is happening tomorrow, mm. and raising money for people uh, as well that are going through Cancer, which is something that's obviously dear to you. Very
6: close to my boobies.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So, the Lord Mayor's Charitable Trust, it's pretty amazing. You know,
6: ever since I first started the brand, I wanted to mix fashion and philanthropy, and that's what this event embodies, Mm. you know. And I think it seems to be a really serendipitous moment, especially after the passing of Olivia Newton John, Mm. who, you know, around the world, there's many broken hearts, and especially in the boobie community. um, She was one of the most beautiful women. She held my hand through my journey, and we had a bond. Because she wore a lot of your dresses as well on stage, did not she, at her yeah, last gig? Yeah, yeah so we're, we're hurting, but I think th- there's going to be a lot of tears and a lot of goosebumps in the audience tomorrow because um, of her passing, but it just is going to have that,
2: yeah, it's going to have a be- beautiful feeling. I have to ask about Robbie Williams because I hmm. heard your assistant just said something about a designer, Robbie Williams design. Uh, yes, you've heard it first no. <laughs> What is it? So I am wearing it um,
6: So I was with Robbie in Ibiza And before I knew it <laughs> Having a, a terribly <laughs> boring time, guys uh-huh. it Sounds horrible Shocking um, And before I knew it, you know, we, we were having a great time And lunch turned into brunch, which turned into nighttime, and And then when I got back to Australia, he's like, darling, we need to do something I was like, great, what's that? And we decided to work on a print collection together Together, wow. and he's got his twenty-fifth, um, twenty-five year anniversary. So we wanted to celebrate that and celebrate his life. So mm. you go from his birth in the um, Red Line Pub. We've got his crest on there. There's the daffodil that his ma- his father gave to his mum in there. Mm. We photographed his That's tattoos, so cool. his children's names. So it's his life embodied in these prints and embedded for life. And mm. is he going to wear it when he's performing?
2: I mean, he's coming to Brisbane. Well, he is. He's yeah. performing at the yeah.
6: AFL Grand Final. Mm. So we're currently working on the uh, costumes. <gasps> wow. wow. And we are working together on some stage outfits. But he, two of the most uh, interesting times of working with Robbie, when I... Had my first Zoom call with him. I can't say that I wasn't nervous. Mm. Mm. And when I pressed go on the Zoom, there he was with literally a Duna covering the <laughs> covering the down below area. And I was like trying to concentrate. Was hard for those two <laughs> hours. And then the children started jumping on on him. It was this kind of an interesting thing? Mm. And then the second one was when. He invited me to go to Melbourne a couple of months ago to see him perform. And he said, look, yeah. I can't wear the outfits yet. We'll you know, we're doing animation or whatever. And he went backstage and got changed and came back out wearing oh. the um, Kingdom of Angels bomber and sang me angels. Wow. Oh, my God. Tears, mm. goosebumps. I couldn't hold it together. So he's beautiful. He's been a beautiful man to work with. And he's so humble and unaffected. I love him. Yeah. What's he like on the drink? He is doesn't he drink. Lose?
5: Actually, years no. sober. Yeah. Oh,
1: because I thought you're not... you were saying you were out with him. Yeah, but he's completely
6: but he's sober. He's so much fun. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that he was yeah. completely off it. Yeah. Mm. Good yeah. on him. Yeah, he's a true inspiration. He always said that he would
2: be with his wife if he was still drinking because he wasn't Actually,
5: very...
1: I do, I do remember him saying
6: yeah. that. Ida keeps him, yeah, yeah. She's a lot of fun. She's yeah. great.
1: Yeah, I follow her on Instagram, but it's a lot of him yeah. and just him with the family <laughs> yeah, and, really? yeah. and his hair shaved and stuff. Yeah. yeah, he seems like a nice guy. And when we chatted to him, he was lovely.
2: He was lovely. Yeah, mm. his producer had like a well a list, a of, list of stuff that you we weren't allowed to ask. ask, and you just asked it. Well, right? I said to I told him I said yeah. look I don't know what to ask you now because there's a list. And he goes oh rubbish, throw out the list. That's bollocks. Mm. Yeah. And then we asked a question. It was a bit forward. He goes, oh, go back to the list. Go back to the list (laughs) now. (laughs) That is lovely. You can talk about anything.
1: Uh, Well, that'll be amazing to see when these come out.
6: I think they come out in... September, October.
1: Mm. My yeah, wife will be month. all over anyway. that. She loves him and she loves you, so it's a perfect combination of both.
6: Thank you, darling. Mm. Abby, I hope to see you on the runway tomorrow. Mm. Uh... <laughs> I think I Are you flying somewhere. For the <laughs> well, I'm going along, I but know. I was just going to be I in think the we audience. Throw you up on the runway, darling. I, I yeah, couldn't agree more. 100%. I don't really do think? I mean, let's let's raise for, for this breast <laughs> cancer, guys. You know, yeah, it's for Abby. a good cause. I always like when
1: you because Abby, Abby, Abby,
5: Abby, Abby. We're cheering.
6: Maybe we should ask. I mean, there's three thousand women still passing away from breast cancer a year, and that's three thousand yeah. too many. You know, I don't want my daughter or any other beautiful woman going through what I went through. So you're on
1: stage, baby.
2: You're no, on you, stage. You baby. can't bring in the charity,
1: and then I say no. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, can you still get tickets to get along? Um, or I it's think it's sold, sold out, out isn't but, it? Out. Um, you know,
2: maybe uh <laughs> town hall. We could um add another. I don't know. Last minute tickets. It depends if people <laughs> are sick these days. People are jumping on the that's other tickets. True. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm. that is true. Well, it's an amazing charity. Um, um, and it's amazing that you're involved. Um, it's going to be a great day, uh, and we look forward to seeing mm-hmm. the snaps of your your runway. Yeah, the
6: yeah. and I just yeah. want to highlight, you know, Brisbane. Uh, there's two amazing charities here, and that's Mummy's Wish and. Um, Be Uplifted, and they're grassroots charity that provides such amazing support, especially to mummies. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was diagnosed, my daughter was eight weeks old, and, you know, 5,000 women each year are diagnosed with children under 13, and it's a complete shit show, you know, Mm -hmm. like when you're diagnosed. So being able to have that kind of support, whether that's love packs, whether that's, Mm -hmm. um, you know, getting some hair done when you feel like cancer strip you back to the most And it's counselling and people knowing what you're going through. It's care packs. It's everything to make you feel like some of that responsibility is taken away um, off you so mm. you can just be the mum. Yeah. And that, for me, is so beautiful because Wonder Woman, she does lose a cape when she's going through chemo, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, and you can't be Wonder Woman to your baby, your business, your your chemo treatment, your husband, you know? Mm. It, it, it Just having that small amount, it's those little things that mean so much for your
2: health and well-being. Yep. Yeah, well said.
1: Do you, do you think your diagnosis flipped your whole way you look at life? like I
6: Absolutely. I, I, I mean, I always suck the marrow out of life, but now I
1: really suck the marrow yeah, out of life. Yeah, I can yeah. feel that. Like, you go 100% at everything, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I love Good life,
6: and I feel so grateful to be able to, um, you know, be here today. Mm. You know, I feel like I've got a second opportunity to live a really big life, and I think my purpose on this world is to shout from the rooftops and try and have zero deaths by 2030. Okay. So that's my motto. Mm.
1: That's for breast cancer, not everything. Breast yeah, cancer. Right, yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Lovely to meet you. Thank you for coming in. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Uh, Camilla Franks Thanks on for the air. Thanks Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. All
1: right. Well, halfway through, I did say you'd get answers to the Alpha Bucks. Abby, what is the letter and what are the answers?
2: Well, it's Friday tomorrow, it which is. does mean the ticket's for Fridays Live mm-hmm. go on sale, so they've made it M and Macklemore. Uh huh. Whose headlining is
4: one of the answers? Uh, Mirror and mm. Milk. Macklemore, Mirror and Milk. Good luck. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Matt Damon.
5: Matt
4: Damon. Matt Damon?
1: Yeah.
2: Was it the Ecker?
1: Was he?
2: Yeah. What I love about this is Matt Damon frequently comes here with his wife and they've got four daughters, but I think there's only three of their daughters that are here at the moment. Right. And they come down quite frequently because he came down back here. started in 2018 when they were filming Thor. And because there was a lot of delays, mm. he was hanging out, fell in love with the place because he's friends with the Hemsworth. Yeah, right. But I just always laugh at this because he doesn't have any people. Which I like.
1: Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Nah, he's very down to No earth. people. Yeah. Oh, you mean like no security and stuff? I still remember when I he mean, came I mean, like
2: people to do things for him.
1: Yeah. I remember when he came here for an interview years and years ago and he was just in the kitchen making coffee and he offered yeah. everyone else, I'm making coffee. Anyone else want a coffee? I'm like, yeah, Matt Damon, I'll take a coffee. But did he make a good coffee? I didn't get one. Did
2: he didn't not? make one
1: for you? No. Uh, she
2: asked
1: and he didn't make mm. one. Yeah. No, I, I, I wasn't in that situation. I was in the studio. He was in the kitchen making a coffee before we chatted to uh, him. But everyone else, Jenny from Accounts, made her a coffee. GG. I was going to say, or is he that person who just, like, offers, offers all the time, do it. gets all of the yeah. credit, and then is like, nah, I'm going to go do the interview now, <laughs> no coffees.
2: But what I mean by no people is he doesn't have any security, but he also doesn't have someone to, like, hold his bags. Like, I could imagine if his kids wanted show bags, he'd go, hey, people, uh-huh. can you go and buy me some show bags, maybe take the kids on a ride? No, he doesn't, and he's the bag holder, which is why I wanted to be the bag holder yesterday, because I went as well.
1: You wanted to yeah. be Matt Damon in your family?
2: Well, he was just there, just... Wearing a cap with a jacket, just ordinary clothes, with Mm. the orange backpack. Not even a new backpack, just with an orange backpack. And the reason that we know that he was there is not many people spotted him. Uh, Kayla Boyd, who is obviously married to Darius Boyd Mm.
1: uh,
2: from the Broncos, uh, got a photo with him in the show bag rebellion.
1: You know what we should do? Can we check our prize winners? I wonder if Matt Damon won his tickets with us. I would say he did. You know, like... Brad or Ellie may have had no idea. They're like, mm. hey, Matt's on. He was uh, from the south side he's <laughs> yeah, staying in Byron. <laughs> yeah, uh, Matt from Byron. Yeah, you Matt from tickets. Byron. Yep. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he
2: would have to be the most down-to-earth and nicest guy in Hollywood.
1: Oh, it'd be a close one. Three, I reckon. Okay. Uh, well, four, I'll go. Uh, him. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Hanks. Which
2: Tom Hanks was down at the Gold Coast. Everyone said that he went and did his own things as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Hugh yeah. Jackman. Oh, yeah. And Kananu. Reach. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, he's is. just a delight. You catches know. catches the subway. Catches planes and um, lands. Remember that emergency landing? Uh. And he took everyone and hung out with them and stuff. And, yeah. You wouldn't throw Chris Hemsworth in there as well at five?
2: Mm. Or if you heard something
1: we don't know about?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you mean he doesn't... Yeah... No, he's not. I mean, I love him as well.
1: Yeah, but I don't think he's like down-to-earthy.
2: He's down-to-earth. Oh. When we met him, I mean, you guys, oh, that's true. you didn't I wasn't meet there.
1: Him.
2: Um, So when we were hanging out with him, yeah. we'd have to say he's pretty down-to-earth.
1: Yeah. But I know what you're thinking. He's already in the hot category, so he can't be in both. So he's a saying? little
2: bit. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. It's yeah. like, you can't be super hot. my Damon's super hot, but not...
1: But ugly enough to be in the nice category. <laughs> <laughs> so it always been a dream of mine.
2: He can carry his own bags. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, if anyone can carry their own bags, it's bloody Chris Hemsworth. Have you seen his guns? He should be carrying everyone's bags.
2: Have seen his guns? (laughs) Yeah, I have, in person. Rub it in. (laughs) (laughs) Especially after Matt prepared me that he wasn't going to
1: be as big as what I thought he would be. Do we know the contents of his backpack? No one gave him a search. (laughs) Well, everyone with a bag gets searched at the gate. Would Matt? Would, does Matt Damon get searched? Would they did. not search You're your right. You would. We You'd be through? like, "I need to see inside your bag, Matt Damon." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't okay. know. I thought they check you. They no, check you they at the gate. Nah, okay. nah, no, we just walk straight through.
2: <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> the producers had sunscreen. Sunscreen? I reckon if he had sunscreen, he'd have a water bottle. He would actually hold, hold the show bags as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. If he had sunscreen, he, he would have someone who'd put the sunscreen on for him.
2: I mean, he's Jason Bourne. He knows how to back,
4: pack a backpack. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
4: Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I
5: want to love you.
1: Now, this is quite a recent revelation in the film industry, but any time there is any intimacy or sex scenes, they need to have a person on the set who's called an intimacy coordinator, who makes sure everyone's safe and happy with what they're doing. seems very interesting. She gets asked a lot of interesting questions from the actors before they do the scenes, because you've got to imagine they're pretty confused. They might have never done one before. It's kind of embarrassing. Uh, imagine being a virgin, yeah. and then you have to do a sex scene well, on wasn't a not on movie. Hollywood? Someone, Someone had I mean, their first kiss. How did they get the movie in? The or in the movie. I can't remember who that was, oh. but someone did have their first kiss in a movie. But we've got an intimacy coordinator for film, TV and theatre, and she joins us now all the way from Illinois in the United States. Jessica Steinrock, good morning.
3: Good morning. How's it going?
1: Good. Now, am I right in saying that these uh, intimacy coaches haven't been around for very long?
3: Yep. And, you know, there have been other people that have been doing support for intimate scenes for a long time, but this is really the first time in since kind of 2016 that we're really seeing this as a codified, professionalised role.
2: Would have there been a coordinator before or they just go, hey, you guys are into each other, there's the bed, go for it? Like there would have had to be some sort of coordinator so they knew where they were filming and where people put their hands, right?
3: Um, Yes and no. Uh, The director, you know, has always been someone who provides a lot of direction for the scene, Um, but directors operate in a wide variety of ways. Um, And intimate scenes have been shot in a wide variety of ways. Some have been uh, choreographed and set kind of similar to how we're seeing it be the standard now but at other times it might have been a little bit more just go for it and let's see what happens um so now what we're seeing though is a more standardized practice of what is safe intimate scenes
1: well i guess uh, when you think about it harvey weinstein and you know it turned out that he's not the best person to be directing that kind of well, stuff he was a producer he was never di- a director oh right well, so and even
3: without Right. No. even without malintent, sometimes uh, directors also just have a lot of power in those spaces. Mm. And it can be really difficult to say no to someone in that position of power. Yeah. So having someone like me who, who can be an advocate, a translator, etc., you know, they can think uh, they don't want to do something to me. And I can figure out a way to say that that's really collaborative and actually uh, <laughs> makes the scene better. Yeah, right.
2: So, Jessica, if I say, look, I just don't feel comfortable um, with anyone on the set, like how and I don't want to do that. How would you say that to the director then in a diplomatic way?
3: Yeah, it's a great question. Um, typically, I try to figure out exactly what your boundary is. If you're, you know, if you're like, I don't want to expose this part of me then we've definitely got some options. We can either make sure, you know, the camera doesn't see it. We can potentially body double. We can look at different angles, different positionings, um, you know, but if you're also like, I don't actually want to do this entire show anymore, that's going to be a very different <laughs> kind of conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but so there is... I spend a lot of time really making sure I understand the boundaries first.
1: Mm. So what are some of the questions you could ask from the actors while they're doing these scenes?
3: What if the modesty garment comes off? Mm. Um, what happens if I get distracted during this scene? What if I need a break? What if my lips get chapped? Um, you know, these kinds of questions that sometimes people always just think to themselves, oh, I guess I'll just deal with it if it comes up or I'll barrel through in the moment. Now we actually get to have a lot more prep conversations beforehand so they feel way more confident going into the scene work.
1: What do you do? Because you've got two very attractive people in Hollywood simulating sex and <laughs> mm it's inevitable from time to time someone's going to get get excited. Mm. So, method act. What do you do in that situation?
3: Yeah, so uh, we all have something called barriers that we use with any kind of simulated sex scene, and that's some kind of padding or thick material that goes between the actor's genitals. So right off the bat, that is one thing that really serves us in the case of someone having what we call a vascular reaction. Um, (laughs) And in that case, That barrier then provides sensation protection for the scene partner. And I always make sure that the actors know that they can call for a break at any time, for any reason. So the actor never even needs to disclose that they're calling a break because they're worried about having that vascular reaction. They know that their scene partner is protected with that padding and they can ask for a break, and then they can do whatever they need to do to make sure that they're ready to do their best work on set. You can't do your best work when you're being distracted like that. That's no.
1: true. I imagine... Well,
3: could just, you? is well,
1: <laughs> uh, Just hearing you use the term vascular, vascular excitement or vascular incident, you must have a, a long list, much like a real estate agent where it's like it's a fixer-upper or it's a renovator's dream where you take these phrases <laughs> and you have to make them PC and, and correct for the set, right?
3: Sure, yeah. I try to keep things light but professional is usually how I put it.
1: Hmm. Interesting job. In, do you do home visits?
3: Um. No, <laughs> okay. I work strictly in the simulating and TV world.
1: Okay. Cool. Mm. Just checking. <laughs>
3: Does that mean in adult in the
1: adult film industry they would have the same professions like you? Um.
3: You know, I actually don't know much about the adult film industry because they operate with completely different rules. Uh. You know, and risks than we do. Mm. So I've, I really don't comment much on the adult film industry, mm-hmm. um, knowing that I work, again, strictly in the simulated category. It
2: would be so... You know how you think, uh, oh, that would look amazing, or that's amazing, but really, I guess, it would be quite different on set. Like, you hear a lot of um, actors come out and say that it was terrible, not it was sexy. uncomfortable, it was cold, there was nothing sexy about it. And mm. that's because, I guess, they need to get so many of the same shots, and the angle that you would have to be in would not normally be like a natural one sometimes. Mm.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of different types of camera tricks that we use. uh, And in order to make sure that all of the shots line up and so we can use all of those different angles, we have to do the scene a number of times, which is one of the reasons why this role requires um, so much training and support. uh, And we want to make sure that we actually have really qualified people in this role um, because they're there doing that really high risk work.
2: What other jobs have you done before this, Jessica, to be qualified for this?
3: Uh, I've done a number of things that My IMDB is pretty much available I don't typically talk about the specific projects That I've worked on Simply because uh, of actor confidentiality Though of course those are public records But I do also run a company That trains and educates intimacy coordinators As well as directors and producers On what safe intimate practices look like
2: I know you can't say who they are But have there been people in the past That you go, oh god I can't work with them again Because it's just too demanding (laughs)
3: I mean, what, what job has it
1: had someone <laughs> you struggle struggled to work with,
5: right?
1: <laughs> yeah, Jess. Oh. Hey, thank you so much for your time this morning. Um, it's a very interesting profession, and, and I think one that it, it will only do wonders for the industry as well. Mm-hmm. So thank you for your time this morning.
3: Absolutely. Thank you all for, for sharing this work.
1: And if people want to get even more answers, you have your TikTok account, Intimacy Coordinator. Uh, you're on there right now. There she is, Jessica
4: Steinrock, here at Brisbane's B105, at intimacy Cope. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.
2: There is an Aussie guy that's gone viral on TikTok saying that he knows exactly what you have. Uh, for lunch Mm. by your job Mm -hmm. what's his TikTok handle I feel bad saying anyone like that without plugging (sighs)
1: them because I'm used to you I don't know but if you're looking for someone to follow just follow Uh, me Uh, (laughs) uh, Uh, this is him tell me your job and I'll tell you what you usually have for lunch and you can't change my mind Mm.
2: (laughs) so what we're looking for is uh, someone who works in healthcare Mm -hmm. a tradie Mm -hmm. teacher office Office worker. worker
1: yeah so we got Belle from Ipswich morning Belle
2: Morning, how
1: are you? Good. Now, what do you do for work?
2: I'm
1: a nurse in emergency. All right. All right. Okay. All right, here we go. See if you can confirm this is what people have for lunch. Instant coffee and biscuits. Healthcare staff just order whatever comes quickest on Uber Eats. It could say the chicken is
4: marinated in petrol, but if it gets here in 15 minutes, they'll still order it.
1: Whatever's <laughs> fastest on Uber Eats, correct, Bill, or not?
4: Yes. It is.
5: <laughs> Very much so.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that got you, Belle. I haven't got a great phone line no. now. Well, no, that's because no, no, she's busy. Up. She
2: hasn't got time to sit still for a phone call.
1: She, you reckon she's in the OR? <sighs> so, which proves my theory that they do eat while they do surgery.
5: Oh,
2: can we get Bill back?
1: <laughs> no, she's gone. Oh,
2: <laughs> please. She can't eat
1: a kebab. And do open heart surgery at the oh, same time. They and don't eat. We've already spoken oh, about that. I got that. some tabbouleh in his aorta. <laughs> <laughs> Healthiest thing he's had in there That's all year. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chris in Woodhill. Good morning, Chris. G'day. How are you guys going? We are good. Uh, what do you do for a living there, Chris? Uh, I'm an online content creator, so I work in an office. Oh, office worker. All right,
2: this all right, one's right. good. Let's see if this is true.
4: If you work in an office, 100% you're having a salad or a wrap. It's hard enough watching them eat rabbit food, then they follow it up with, like, some BS story
1: of, Mmm, I really enjoy dieting. Relax, Sharon. We know you're going to order pizza as soon as you get home tonight.
3: <laughs> Chris,
1: can confirm or deny? Ah, uh, look, the most awkward thing in the world is the most common thing I do is I make myself a halloumi and salad wrap for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you love it, don't you, Chris? Oh, absolutely. It's gold. It's not exactly healthy, but it's not that bad for you. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just all the sauce and crap we put in it. it probably doesn't make it the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, you know, how, if
2: yeah. you're trying to be healthy, you can have a better cheat meal later on. Yeah,
1: mm. calm down, Sharon. You're going to get a pizza later. We um, do need, um, <laughs> we need a, sco- uh, a tradie. Sorry, we need a tradie. Thanks, Chris. I was going
2: to say a Scotty. <laughs> yeah, if you're a tradie, Scotty. A tradie, tradie. a tradie. We need you guys, 13, 10, 60. We always need a tradie. All righty. Uh, let's go to an early educator
1: right now. Hi, Letitia. Hello, La- you there?
2: Leticia
0: Yeah, can you hear me? Hey, yeah, yes, here we, go, we right. got gotcha. you. So, right. a
2: teacher.
1: Here we go.
0: Instant coffee
5: and biscuits.
1: That's what a teacher has.
0: Oh, my gosh. It's the complete opposite. I don't even drink coffee.
1: Oh. So what do you have for lunch?
4: Um, definitely leftovers and chocolate
5: and a V. <laughs> a V. I was,
2: I was just about to say, I don't understand how you can deal with kids and not have coffee, but that would answer it. Okay.
5: Hmm.
0: And I only started drinking energy drinks, like I'm going to say like three months ago and I've done this my whole life. So yeah. Oh, right, right, okay. Right, trend.
1: Then. Uh, try Ryan there. We've got ourselves a tradie. Hey, Tyrone. How you going? Hey, Tyrone. Now this guy's going to tell you what you have for lunch and you can't change his mind. Right. Two kinds of tradies. The one
4: that comes to the job site, with an Esky? And the other one believes meat pies and zinger boxes should be covered by Medicare because they're just that good. True? <laughs> uh not for me, not at all.
2: Oh no. what? what do you do you not take an Esky?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I take an Esky, but not the Zinger boxes. <laughs> I stay well away from all that. Yeah. Well the, no, you're no, the first one,
2: there
5: so was, it was two types. Yeah. True. So
2: you're the yeah. you're the Esky type. Yeah.
1: I am the esky, yeah.
2: yeah.
5: yeah well, yeah.
1: because we don't have anything else that so what yeah, you want bro. to eat, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a dumb question. Yeah, yeah. no, Scotty's got an esky, but do you have you seen the blokes who go to the meat pie or grab a zinger box every time? There's
0: always someone that has to do the Smoko run, and me being the apprentice is usually me. Uh, oh, no. I bring my esky. I bring my esky. I bring my salad wrap, yeah. my <laughs> banana, my fruit, and I'm still doing the bloody Smoko run <laughs> down the road because someone else wants a meat pie and a breaker. Uh,
1: oh, Tyrone. You put it on your card too. Do, mate, I'll fix you up on payday.
0: Uh-huh. 100%. We even have to pay the gym membership. Come on, boys. $25 per week for the gym membership. Working hard.
4: <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.
1: The old saying that we will never know about the perfect crime. Mhm. Because it'd be that good. That you'd never even know that it happened.
2: You'd brag, I think, just before you passed away.
1: Then it would, oh, just before you passed away. Right? Mm, mm. Uh, that's, you know, the Mona Lisa. It's not real. It's in my garage. <laughs> 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 then they bring you back, and you're like,
2: damn it. And you know what? They'll always do think you're uh, <laughs> some sort of, um, like, you got dementia or something, though. Oh, like, like, I wonder if a lot of okay, people do Grandad, some sort Okay, of granddad, confer- it's the real yeah,
1: Mona Lisa. Cute. Go to sleep yeah. now. Go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. But uh, they're still perfect then. Perfect. But then I also appreciate the ones... I love a good dumb criminal, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, with all the crimes that are committed, there's there's a dumb criminal at least once a week. Uh, but this guy in the UK, he was wanted by the police because he did uh, he did a runner... Um, at a service station, he filled up with fuel. He wouldn't have thought this was that big a deal, but he did it. A, they'd been looking for him for a month. They had a warrant out after that,
2: with um, his own number plates?
1: Yeah, it must have been okay. his own car. So he's filled up with fuel and run off. Which you know, this day and age, price of fuel. I'm not going to say I, 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 I condone his actions. No, but, but you don't you wouldn't blame him. <laughs> I don't condone it. <laughs> you mean you if condone, I do not about you know, it? Like, oh, yeah, it's very expensive. Um, and this is in the UK, so it's even more expensive there. Um, but so they uh, they finally found. His address, right? And they've done the whole SWAT team thing. They've burst in the door. They've, they've come in, all swarmed into the house with guns ablazing. You know, oh, get down, get down, get down. No one's there. No one's in the house. Uh, but on the couch is a ginormous um, teddy stuffed teddy bear, like the, you'd win at a um, at the Ecker, pretty much, big thing. Yeah. And they're like, well, he's not here. And then they notice that the bear is breathing. <laughs> he was, was he wearing, in a bed? Was he pretending to be a stuffed bear in a bed? He had unstuffed a huge stuffed bear when he heard the cops coming and crawled inside. So, so when where was they... the
2: stuffing? Just by the side of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> dead giveaway.
1: So when they burst in,
5: there's a bear in there.
1: And a criminal as well, <laughs> and you can imagine the uh, the the police even because they've had a bit of fun of yeah. it. They had, they had uh, he's going to jail now, but he'll only have the bare necessities while he's in there. Uh, the barefaced cheek of the man, they said. Is <sighs> uh, this the cops put this on Facebook? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they love it, don't they? They, <laughs> love, they love it. The cops. Everyone else has got involved. Uh, third person added: uh, apprehended by the officers on poor patrol. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant But yes, they, they said it seemed quite unbelievable That he did it But they managed to find him
2: And then Imagine the, them trying to convince him Like, he y- can come out now
1: mm, 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 mm. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a little kid they got, We they got, can see you You know, they got him They brought in a picnic basket <laughs> <laughs> And now this is happening
5: Open light,
4: Come and shine.
1: It's jail time.
4: <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As
0: another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt,
2: take a moment to reflect. Dad tax, mum tax. Mm-hmm,
5: mm-hmm.
2: I get it. It's a legitimate thing. When the kids get something can you just want to take a little bit. Yep. But it's a little bit. And my hubby just can't get that around his head. So when the kids got a show bag yesterday and they all got one each, they got the big Zappo ones, $10. It It was huge. Yeah, a good one. It's a really good one. And I said to him, if you want one, get one for yourself. (laughs) And he said, no, I'm fine. And now he just taxes them and I know that there's going to be tears because we put them up so that they can have it in a slow fashion. But then he just sits there and he eats them at night and I can hear him. I'm like, Scotty, can you please leave him alone? So by the time that they yep. want to get... It, yeah.
1: No, no. Oh, no, No, we're, no. Yeah, oh. we're no, we all about.
2: So then he'll finish them and then I have to deal with the tears and they'll cry and he'll go, oh, get
1: over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> why don't you just tell the kids to go and pour some of his beers down the sink and say, oh, get
2: over
5: uh.
1: it. <laughs> yeah, children's tax on beer. all that.
2: okay. Thanks yeah, let's not open no up, let's thanks. Go.
1: We um, love doing the can collecting in oh, our wow. house. We do it over the year, and then we get the money out at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Spend it on other cans. <laughs> <Spend> <laughs> circle of life. It is. It is. It is. Cans to can. Um, the other day, though, I was doing a, a drop-off, and it's like a bin um, where you just scan it, chuck them in, and it goes into your account. Mm. Um, and I didn't realize, as I was putting my bags in and shutting it, and they go in, bang, they land on the thing there was a dude inside emptying it. Oh. So you put it on him. Well, I I don't know if I hit him or not, but I like (laughs) put it in, bang. And then I thought I heard, hey. And I was like, (laughs) Uh, that's that's strange. (laughs) They talk now? No one's around. Um, Another one, bang. Oi! And I was like, what? He perks his head around and he goes, I'm in here. I was like, I am so sorry. (laughs) Because the way he parked the truck, it just looked like yeah. it was parked in the car park. So I was like, all right, I'll carry them into the back. But you know, when you, you're you not meaning to do it, but mm. you look like a complete jerk. And the more I tried to go, I didn't know you were in there. I'm so sorry. Mm. He was just looking at me like, like Okay, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I'd like sorry. his wife put him in there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get money for that. No. no. Thanks. But no thanks. Wrong button. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I can be loyal to a fault, especially when it comes to clothing. Oh,
2: yes, you can. Sing it. <laughs> that jumper with, uh, yeah, yep, it had bubble gum on it or blue tack on it with big holes on it, and you still wore it.
1: Still wear it.
2: That black one, you're still wearing it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Have you oh, seen that? it? Homeless chic.
2: His daughter put <laughs> blue tack on it, and you can't get it out, and it just looks like you've sat on bubblegum. Mm-hmm
1: but it's a good cardigan like these pants these pants are good good jean pants this is my jean pants but they're your jeggings they now have a um, hole in the back pocket but I'm not going to stop wearing them and the per- perfect thing about that is cuz they got those bunched in sleeves at the end at the cuff so my um wallet falls out of my pocket but then it goes down to the leg and sits at my ankle so I'm willing elastic at
2: the bottom yeah, yeah. so
1: I'm willing to if I go into a shop and I have to buy something I have to reach down <laughs> Pull my wallet out of the bottom of my pants, and then I put it back in the top of my pants and baffle the uh, the attendant. Oh, well, there
2: you go. Are they, have they got drawstring at the top? Yes. So are they jeggings or jeans?
1: No, they they would be just a jean, like a jean chino. Mm. They're, they're jeans, but in the well, style I always thought jeans chinos. had to have
2: the bo- the buttons and the zip. No. Who you knows? You can identify as anything. Yes, these you're days, right, so and they might do that.
1: Yeah. So I identify as a jeans.
2: Up to you. You choose.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to put you in a. category. No, and we just, like whatever it, you think. choose, we say. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. I wear jeans.
2: Oh, you wear jeans. Hey, Thanks. For Today.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: Brisbane wakes up with staff Abby, and Matt on B One O Five.